previously on The Mortal Path. Is suddenly again a six-foot wizard <gasps> lying completely asleep on the bed. Matt, what do you know about the dozen? Why, why do you ask? You got a letter to send, Matt. Yeah, there's, there's a few people I should probably uh, let know that I'm back. I run towards the wall. Okay. As I do, uh-huh. I cast upon myself, <laughs> jump. You start running towards this wall, and as you are running, you feel that magic kind of ripple out, and as you boing, and you vertical leap, practically 15 <laughs> foot into the air, leap. 15 foot vertical leap, <laughs> yeah. you do, you, you do oh. hear from behind you, one of the main guards go, oh, fuck that. <laughs> Standing in Pellet's, what was Pellet's room and is now Findex's room, uh, Taro is by the the windows and has been kind of keeping an eye on the the situation, helping out uh, with I think mainly kind of fussing around rather than actually getting involved in the uh, surgical procedure of sorts. I mean, this is Taro. I like to imagine that he got distracted by something outside the window and is just completely staring at that. We're not the same person. This is a fictional character I invented for funny reasons. Not the Uh fictional human I invented for funny reasons. (laughs) Sorry. Sorry. Good. Very good. Uh, I mean, we did say that there was that little uh, pigeon bottle which had found you again. that's true. And so we're trying to keep that out the room. Um, Nat has been uh, helping Nerium with the the mind knife very successfully. Uh, The uh, surgery has gone well. Findex has reverted back to his uh, Findexy form. And that little kind of echoing scream of of accent has rung out. The mask has disappeared. Silence falls in the room. Bright sunshine, birdsong outside. It's about ten, half ten in the morning. Pretty early. <laughs> okay. For me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I am presumably very tired. Yeah. You have you've taken quite a lot of stamina already. Um, and that one is gonna cost you two more if you didn't already take it off. Oh no, I I have already taken it off. I am at five stamina. I have minus two on my guile, which is great. You're wiped. I'm yes, I am very much wiped. I think you've also probably got a bit of a headache. Yeah, in all honesty. To be fair, I think I'm just looking at um, Findex is all nice and comfy, and asleep. And I'm gonna go. Well, I'm just gonna make sure that there's someone with him when he wakes up, and I'm gonna crawl onto the bed and like. Squeeze Aww. my way under an armpit and just do that little thing that Nerium does where she curls up like a dormouse to go to sleep. Very cute. So, Nat and Taro, what are you two doing? I could get some sleeps. I've got to <laughs> cure my, my wooziness. Yeah, you're still you're still a bit woozy, to be fair. You've had a hot meal now. I mean, I'm fine, but I am a bit woozy and I should probably get rid of my wooze. <laughs> okay. Are you going to join the cuddle pile? Are you going back no. to the, the room? or? I would like good sleep. Well, I mean, I only need a nap. I don't need to sleep. I just need my woozy off. Okay. <laughs> Get your woozy off, Ed. Get my woozy off. 
Okay. All right. <laughs> and that Wooze is the ship name that my pal and I made up when we were 15 for Buzz and Woody. Wooze. Oh, God. <laughs> God, you fucking... You have a problem, Yubi. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Not Buddy. Not Buddy. Why not Buddy? For sake. Yeah, Buddy. It's not as funny as Wooze. <laughs> so, what are you... Nat, what are you doing? I kind of feel like actually doing something. Wow, in the show. I know. <laughs> Surely there's something I, I can do. I stamina. <laughs> I know. I was going to kill God, but it didn't go anywhere, so I, I still lost interest. <laughs> yeah, you were going to kill God, and then you got hired by him, and now you've done a 180 on that one. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Sometimes you start off with the best intentions. And then the benefits are good. <laughs> and then you lose interest. Oh, I, I had a thing. So I was I was practicing uh, fire control, right? Yes. Because my thing was uh, ordinarium teach me lock picking. Both. I think I did teach you lock picking. Do I know fire picking. lock picking or fire picking? I wouldn't say you know lock picking. Yeah, it takes a bit of. <laughs> Do lock control. <laughs> <laughs> I guess control lock. I think you can probably do like simple lock picking now without a problem. I'm gonna. We're we talking like Ness Lomond. Oh, <laughs> <no>. <laughs> I'm the funniest one. <laughs> Usually. <laughs> oh. <laughs> right. I'm gonna go back to the library, the wherever yeah. it is, um, yeah. to look up plans for the um, prison. Uh, the Castle? courthouse. Courthouse. <laughs> Which one of the side quests am I doing? The courthouse. <laughs> um, so, uh, how are you getting back into the uh, upper circle? Well, that's a very good question. I'm glad you asked. Don't jump. Do it. <laughs> Tara, Do a can flip. you bend this before you go to sleep? Was that a thing we could we could have it yeah. like the passes, but we could, you could just mend them? Oh yeah, I can mend it. Yeah. Hand it over. There you go. I do a little thumb it a little bit, mend it, you know. Yeah. Oh, imagine you doing it like a like a magician, doing the like torn and repaired card or something. Just nice is magic, which I wouldn't normally do now, but since it's you, right, thank you very much, Tara. So Nat, you're heading you're heading into the upper circle to look at yes. the courtroom files. Nerium is having a nap with Findex, and Taro has gone to nap in the room that you are all actually in. So you have the bed to yourself. It's great. There's no one else in the room. It's good for peaceful napping. But it is halfling-sized. It is halfling-sized. But, you know, you can curl up. Um, so, how are you going to get into the upper circle, Nat? Usually, I believe, you go in while invisible as Taro talks you in, but you do have a mended ticket now. I have the mended card. So I'm just going to go in and... Does it say anything on the card? It is an invitation to Lady Philomira's. Lady Philomira's. Okay. Yeah. I think I've... We've established in a previous episode, I've bought, like, different clothes. Mm-hmm. Nary's changed my hair. So, yeah, I'm just going to roll in. I'm going to, actually, I'm going to swing by a chocolatier's. Okay. Pick up some chocolates. Okay, yep, you get a nice fancy box. Yep, and so if the guards ask, it can be, ah, this is for Lady Belva, just a... Okay. Uh, Lady Belva? No, Lady Philomera. <laughs> Lady Philomera. <laughs> As you approach, the guards don't give you too much of a uh, for, uh, bother. You have your ticket. You've got a box of chocolates. You look fancy enough that they're not sort of raising eyebrows. Um, mm-hmm. You're also charismatic enough that you can get through this without too much yeah. issue. You're Just in the smile. upper circle and uh, you start heading. I assume you head vaguely towards Lady Philomira's house from the entrance so that yes. you can then like swoop off 
at some point. And then I go to... Did you say it was the library? Yeah, there's like two libraries. One is much more like fantasy fictiony, and then this one's more like archives and... Yeah, the, the, the municipal... Uh, ah, <laughs> not just me. <laughs> that was good. Yes, I'm going to the municipal library in the upper circle. Yep. You have been there before. You know that you can mm-hmm. get in without having to speak to too many people unless you want things opened, which should not be opened uh, by the normal public. So... You did previously find where the blueprints were held. Yeah, I, I will note, I do give the chocolates to the librarians because you oh. should always treat your librarians. Yes. Uh, Very especially nice. Especially in this trying time. <laughs> well, yes. <laughs> uh, the, the couple of staff behind the desk, they take them. Uh, very happy. They, 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 they'll, they'll like chat to you a little bit. They'll ask, you know, uh, what's what's your name? Where are you? I, I think, have I seen you here before? Oh, I'm I'm, I'm Kat. Um, yeah, I, I've just, um, I was, I, I have been in Sindari and I've just, um, come over, uh, doing a bit of work for, uh, Lady, uh, Philomira. Oh, that's uh, just wonderful. Just a bit of, bit of research. Um, yeah. Oh, she's here all the time. Oh, good. <laughs> <laughs> she's very, she's, oh, she's a wonderful help in the archive. She's incredibly organized. She always knows exactly where thing and have you seen her handwriting it's almost yes. like it's printed it's almost like it's printed isn't it incredible if only <laughs> i could write like she could if you need anything don't hesitate to call we'd be more than happy to to help you out oh, thanks appreciate it so there is a printing press in <laughs> there, there is we have established this one okay uh, i hope i get it right this time then um, <laughs> I'm going to uh, go up to the shark. Why did I say that? Why did I speak? <laughs> Every day I ask myself. Why did what? I not say, say, oh, I make small talk? Or... <laughs> what I love the most about it is that when you actually went to Lady Philomira, you were invisible. And so Lady Philomira will Has have never seen no you. Idea. No, not <laughs> no a clue idea. at all. It's great. <laughs> so. Hmm. Yep, good, great. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, I go to where the blueprints are. <laughs> yep. Fucking hell. Um, mm-hmm. And if I remember correctly, they were in a map drawer, but the ones that I'm particularly after, uh, there's like a lock. Yes. In the way. So, what's the room like? It's quite... Uh, do you remember... Okay. Do you remember Manchester Library? I oh, remember yeah. there was that part sort of off the main one which had all the map drawers and stuff. And so it's kind of like, do you remember there's like, almost like that circular bit in the middle? And if you went round on the ground floor, the opposite way from where the escalators and sta- the, the elevators Do you mean the uni stairs. library? Yes, the, the yeah. main big uni library. If you head left, there's kind of like these archival map rooms. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what it looks like. So this kind of quite big room, very big tables in the middle that are like four of these drawer tables with their backs to each other. So the drawers will obviously open out outwards, not into each other, so that you could lay out a big kind of blueprint or a big map on a table. Um, very nice, very academic, lots of kind of like mahogany furniture, uh, books on shelves, but very big ones full of plans and maps not little books and stuff okay are there people around uh there are a like there was last time there are a couple of what almost look like architecture students around one of the map tables there again Mm -hmm. crowded over a set of blueprints taking notes talking pointing things out there's actually this time a small scale model of a building that they seem to be they've maybe built in miniature to kind of work out various things seems to be a heated discussion about flying buttresses 
When isn't there, to be honest? When isn't there? Feet of engineering <sighs> those things, but often collapse. <laughs> okay. Um, the drawer that I'm going for, is there like a drawer above it that is unlocked? I think the one that you're going for is on the bottom, but there will mm-hmm. be a couple of drawers that will be locked above it. But then the top okay. one or two are going to be unlocked because that's where like the basic blueprints are held. And then the the ones kind of more towards the bottom are the ones that are the more... This is the actual layout of the building, and therefore you need permission to see those, especially for okay. court buildings and stuff. What I'm going to do, mm-hmm. I'm just going to take out uh, a piece of paper and a pen. I, I assume I can just yep. have those. Yep. And then um, write down nothing particularly meaningful, but just as if I was looking for something, like maybe some notes or okay. things, and just put it on the floor as I kneel down. Um, so that I've got an alibi, mm-hmm. basically, yep. if, someone, if one of these architects looks over. And I will take out lockpicking set. Okay. And kind of hiding it with my body. Yeah. Um, try and get to work. Okay. What are you rolling? That's a very good question, Yubi. Uh, I believe it would be nimble. Yeah. Nimble makes the most sense to me. Nimble. Okay. So that's a plus one. Um, do you want me to roll at a minus two? As in... A minus two from that. I or? don't think so, because you've been practicing your lockpicking and your fire mini blowtorch skills, which you were also using like to help Nerium with the surgery to refine that beam. I mean, it's also it's one of those things. The only reason I didn't know how to lockpick was because I couldn't take it in D&D. Yeah. And it makes a lot of sense for that to know how to lockpick yeah, anyway. Yeah, I think so. I think the <laughs> so biggest... maybe it's a skill that's lapsed. Yeah, I think I think a plus one is fine because you are in yep. view of people. So I'm kind of balancing out yeah. what I think you are actually capable of doing. Normally, this not this lock would be no problem. Uh, you probably wouldn't even have to roll for it. It's a library lock. It's not like a padlock, but yeah. you are in a, a room with people in it. Okie doodle. Let's roll a boodle. <laughs> okay. You don't want to roll a boodle, mate. Ooh, that's a 13. Ooh, that's a... Mm, that's a success? success. No, that's, that 14 would be a success. It's hmm. a mixed success. It's a mixed success. Do I want to... You know what? I'm going to chuck in fate on this. Okay. Um, And I think the representation of my fate isn't going to... I'll be struggling with it a bit, and then I'll remember, ooh, use a bit of magic and just um eat it slightly. Very nice. Okay. Okay, that's a... That, well, it doesn't matter what it is. It's a plus something. Yeah. Which gets it into the success What if you roll the negative number? It'd be impressive. It'd be the wrong dice, for one. <laughs> so... Uh, not if you rolled it upside down. Well, hey. We're not on the Kadinsky plane right now, Taro. I've got so, my imaginary dice. <laughs> this, is the, this is the dream world Taro's currently uh, in. He's plus rolling J, please? upside down. <laughs> So, you do manage to, um, and I assume what you're trying to do is to not break the lock. You don't want to leave evidence behind that you've yeah. been tampering. Jesus, so that's a big die. Okay. <laughs> I just want to say, I roll E to the I die. Incredible. Then, okay. No, that's quite funny. I like that. Yeah. Yes. So, you're not trying to break the lock, you're just trying to unlock it, so you're not trying yeah. to do any damage. Um, I, think... I give it the old jiggle and rake, yeah. and then I like find a finding on a couple of pins and then can i just yeah. say again my protege <laughs> <laughs> yep you managed to do it there's a little very satisfying little click noise and on beautiful beautifully made rollers this drawer kind of like slides out very lovely beautiful piece of craftsmanship i'm going to uh take the map out mm-hmm. um, as if i'm completely entitled to be <laughs> taking this map out of a drawer yep um lay it on the table mm-hmm. and uh, so what i'm looking for is 
the courtroom and it's the the blueprints to where they would keep stuff evidence evidence yeah. yeah you're looking for the courtroom archives basically exactly cool how how good is is that at reading blueprints like very technical uh, ones at this point okay probably not okay so i think you're going to need to make me a roll to kind of see what you can usefully glean from this because i've had a i we've all well maybe we haven't but like i've seen some architect maps and they are occasionally oh, yeah, mind-boggling um yeah. so you stick like wiring and plumbing on them and you're like what where's where's the wall which bit's yeah wall? and there's also a level with this particular type of like courtroom one where there are it's not like false walls but it's definitely been constructed for various like privacy reasons and also hmm. it's like difficult to get around deliberately especially on the top it's it's made out to be a bit of a warren they have so to that... mark out on the map where the laws are well, exactly. Um, so, um, and it's all written in uh, kind of, you know, a shorthand and a jargon yeah. and things like that. So, what are you going to roll for me? I'm going to roll books. Okay, you're pretty good at books. Yeah, good at books. What are you going to add uh, to it, do you think? So, books is a plus two. Mm -hmm. Now, am I taking a minus two? Um, I would say it's a plus one. I'm going to knock one off because it's the first time you're trying to like really have a good look at like <laughs> okay. blueprints. But cool. you're very, very smart and you're good at this sort of stuff. So what's up, buddy? What? I'm just telling Kitty to stop. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> it's a secret conversation happening. Um, yeah, so plus one, I think. On this okay, one. plus one. You're good at books. Oh, okay. That's a that's six. Oh, that's a failure. Well, that's a low number is what, what it is. Okay. Do, do I want to use my inspiration? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. F fuck it. Uh, mm. May as well. When else are you going to yeah, use it? Yeah, fuck it. Yeah. Use my inspiration. That's a seven. Nice. Hey! So, oh, good stuff. Mm. Okay. Um, okay. It's still a fail. It is still a fail. I, I can offer you a devil's bargain on this. Okay. If you're interested, so uh, the plus side would be that you would. Uh, the plus side would be that this map would have like a key of some kind that would sort of explain various shorthands okay. and things, and that you would actually be able to. Oh, I actually I can read this. You have a very good. You've got keen a keen mind, so you've got a very yeah. good photographic memory. You'll have basically a photocopy that you can read for like a month. Um, okay. The devil's bargain is that you are going to be caught with this map that you shouldn't have it's a pretty it's not an incredibly imaginative trade-off i mean sometimes that is exactly what sometimes happens. it's like that you know for reasons that one person out there will understand i will just say ave satanas and i'll take it great okay. they're gonna Good. that one person's gonna fucking love <laughs> hearing that once <laughs> love latin they're gonna go okay. Haha, that was for me i'm the one person <laughs> <laughs> Ah. <laughs> okay, so as you are looking over this map, you spot in the top right-hand corner this beautifully detailed little key. It's got the explanations of the uh, the jargon used. It's also got little um, explanations of what the various dotted slashed pointed lines mean and everything. And as you kind of look at it and you go, oh, okay. And you look back Holy over... Holy fuck, it's commented. 
Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's annotated. It's good code. There are citations, and it, it all actually makes sense. It unravels. You start to see exactly how it has been set out and laid. You mm-hmm. can actually also read now in bits that were just kind of like random letters dotted around which parts of that uh, upper archive contain what type of evidence for what types of things. So you have a very good layout of where things are, and you are so engrossed in this map that you don't really hear the footsteps approaching until that very nice librarian um, who you were talking to previously goes, Ah, here she is, uh, Lady Philomira. Here's character. Oh, no. I thought you'd like to uh, to see her. Oh, oh hello, Lady Philomira. Lady Philomira, as you will remember, this this um, heavily, very attractive dwarf, very attractive dwarf, really lovely, long, luscious beard, lots of uh, jewelry in her, so that she jingles slightly. We won't use the word we used previously to much joy. Uh, jingle, she tinkles. Like very funny. We all found it, yeah, we all found it very funny back then. So she jingles slightly as she moves with this kind of fine mesh. She looks at you, Nat. And then her eyes glance over to the map you're looking at. And the librarian also looks at the map. And there are these, like, it's like the dot, dot, dot section as things start to, yeah, start to click together. What are you doing? Uh, I will use telepathy. (laughs) Okay. On Philomira. Uh huh. And message I'm working with Nerium Oleander. I don't remember telling her that was my name. Fuck! Oh, oh. <laughs> hell yes! I love it when a plan comes was together. It, no, what, what did you say? Pretty sure I told her I was Meredith Burrows. Okay, I would remember that. I have a keen mind. You weren't in the room. You were up in Philomira's room. Getting that little leaflet that you stole from her. It's true! Everything is going wrong. <laughs> It all, it's all going... And you didn't even jump yet. How? <laughs> this is so good. I'm glad this has all paid off so I mean, well. So you say I'm working with Neri Moliander. To, to clear... Wait. No, just one second. Mm-hmm. I do have a keen mind. What is the name of the prisoner? The, the person who's... Peleth. 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 Yeah. I, I'm working with Neri Oleander to free Peleth. Ooh. Okay. There is a second of like this pure silence and you can see from Lady Philomira's face like her eyes have widened and you get the feeling this is a lady who is not necessarily accustomed to magic and certainly not magic being done to her (laughs) she's also very smart and I think you don't even we don't do insight checks anymore but I think you see certain things clicking into place because she suddenly like holds herself a little like straighter she puts her shoulders back there is very much a sense of like ooh she is she has figured some stuff out and as the librarian looks at you with this kind of confusion of somebody who is maybe a little bit naive and doesn't want to believe that you have maybe somehow gotten this map lady philomira suddenly speaks and she goes it's certainly a surprise to see you here cat I'm glad you found what I was looking for before I could get to it. Uh, my pleasure, Lady Philomera. If you're quite done here, I think perhaps we should go and get tea. Oh, I, I completely agree. <laughs> the librarian kind of like looks over and she goes, Oh, um, I'm, uh, I don't think that map is, um... And Lady Philomera kind of cuts and she goes, I gave her the key. Uh, yes, uh... And then looks at you. 
expectantly. Yes, thank you so much, Lady Philomera. Oh, right. Well, if you'll just make sure you don't leave it out and lock it up again, I'll um see you next time. And the librarian leaves, but she gives you a look as she leaves, which is not entirely, you know, a little bit like what is happening. As she starts to say, so Lady Fro, this is this is the thing that we were. I am armed. So don't try anything. Put the map back and come with me. I do exactly what she says. Okay, cool. Put the map back. You already have it memorized. Yeah. She doesn't know that, but you already have it memorized. Yeah. It's fine. Put the map back. Lock the thing. Close the drawer. <laughs> yep. Um, and she will turn on her heel. And with the sense of somebody who is used to being followed, she will walk out of the room. Uh, I'm going to give a little call on the psychic uh, tele- telephone. <laughs> Um, meeting device yep. and say guys I think I fucked up <laughs> you hear Nerium saying oh no more I couldn't possibly <laughs> I awake from my slumber fully unwoozied <laughs> great good job Taro I make a note on my character sheet that I'm no longer woozy uh, Taro can you can you get are you there the, yeah Nat what's up can you wake Neri? And can at least, uh, uh, possibly both of you, at least one of you, come to um, Philomira Brooks' house? Listen, now I think I think Nerian's a bit tuckered out. Uh, oh, but I could really use a hand. I'll try. <laughs> I poke Nerian. Uh. Nerian, do you want to go hang out with that? <laughs> Later. All right. See ya. She says no. <laughs> oh god, no. Okay, it's great, it's great. Okay. Don't I not have the, the magic ticket anymore to get into the upper circle? There were actually three. So Lady Philomira had sent over three, so you do each have Oh, one. okay, so we're good. We're good on that front. Yeah. Yeah. And you have your sex marquee outfit as well, and your whole yeah, persona. Yeah, and whatever the hell my name is, it's lost on one of the many sheets. Yeah, good, good. You have a, have a moment to remember that. So as uh, Lady Philomira leads you out of the library, Nat, she takes this kind of very sharp right angle. It's almost very delicate the way that she walks, but again, it is like incredibly precise. Like you can tell that each footstep is the exact same stride. It's almost military, although you don't have okay. the feeling that she's got any actual like military training beyond what a noble might get as part of a general education in fencing or something. Um, but, but you know, she walks very purposefully, quite quickly, especially for her stature, um, towards the uh, house, uh, her, her house, and she will lead you inside, the whole while not glancing mm-hmm. behind her, just assured that you are following. Um, the footman that was at the, the door previously welcomes her, ushers you in, shows you through to the room that she took um, Taro and Nerium into for, for the initial conversation, closes the door, she sits down on one of the armchairs and points to the sofa yep. that is sized for people of, of all heights and says, sit. Yep, sit down. Who are you? Greetings, meat bags. It is I, uh, 
Epsilon 7. Thank you to the people on the Discord for saving my program from deletion. We hope you are enjoying this episode. Nat was very tired. Don't judge her too harsh. While you are listening, why not review the show on iTunes or Podbean or whatever your podcaster podcatcher app is. Even better, communicate with your acquaintances via electronic means to tell them to listen to the show. A big thank you to Rachel Graff for all of the wonderful music throughout the show. This robot gives her two processors up. If you two are into playing on tabletops, you can purchase figures of adorable puppies as RPG characters from thesecretcatchup.co.uk. They have recently released Corgi Fighters, Beagle Gunslingers, Otter Wizards, and much more. They are cute. If you decide to make a purchase, use code THEMODELPATH10 for 10% off. That's all from me. Please enjoy the rest of the episode. Goodbye, friends. And I'm helping Peleth. And so if I were to send word to Peleth right now and ask her of this cat with your description, she would write back and tell my messenger that she knew you. What did I call myself when I... Fuck. Nat, and you looked real, You looked quite different. Okay, okay. It was Nat. I, I, I used Nat when I was speaking to Peleth. And... I did. I have changed my hair since. When I was last up here, I I was planning on coming in with my uh, two associates who are also helping out, who you met, I believe. Um, There was an unfortunate mishap, and I had to uh, remove myself from the upper circle in a way which um, brought a little bit of attention upon myself. You're the magic user that they've all been searching for. Mm-hmm. You're the one who can jump? Yes. And change appearance? I, I can. And who has been billed as an incredibly dangerous person with quite the bounty on their head. I, I'm not much for chocolate. But she doesn't look like she's amused at that joke. She reaches over to this like occasional table, pulls out one of the drawers, and pulls out this really well done wanted poster. So they've been like the ones in the lower districts are kind of like hastily 
like woodblock printed yeah yeah this one is like quite a good one it's got like a good bit of uh, detailing it shows a sizable reward for information <laughs> leading to your capture and did they get the nose right not really it i mean enough <laughs> they never get the nose sitting, right yeah enough of you're sitting with nat that you can see the similarities but honestly not probably good enough to really say a hundred percent but she unfolds it and she like she holds it out to you just straight up for you to take oh thanks we're looking for one of the better quality ones um <laughs> She does. You know what? There is a tiny little twitch to like the corner of her lips at that. Now, <laughs> you have caught me in a rather. I, I am compromised. I, I will admit. Uh, however, I can see that you are a, a woman of substance, oh. and. As in money. <laughs> I don't know what that meant. <laughs> you're like you're not ethereal. It's a you're, you're not, not a, a ghost. ghost. You're not a ghost. Yeah. Is it okay? <laughs> new to me. Uh, and while th- the bounty here um, would be of interest to um, many people in the city, um, you might find my particular set of skills might be used more gainful onto uh, any endeavors that you might have, um, or at least for helping Petworth. And why would you care to help Peleth? I don't know this Nerium Oleander of whom you spoke previously. Oh, well, did did a couple of people come and visit you a few days ago, uh, offering help? So far, you've proved yourself an incompetent thief, an incompetent assassin, incredibly obvious, a terrible liar, and has utterly no concept of the information you're supposed to have. Pray tell, what would I get out of you other than the couple of hundred gold you're apparently worth? I don't see anything here worth striking a deal for. Well, I can I could give you a fancy sword that will be worth more than a couple hundred gold. <laughs> <laughs> I don't take well to bribery uh, with items. I'm going to... Uh, oh, fuck. Yeah, I really am. <laughs> I have that blueprint I was looking at. I can remember it. And... Oh! Actually, I'm getting a bad feeling about... <laughs> um, she kind of like, she raises one eyebrow and she goes, Well, that's good for you, because I have full access to the entire library. Uh, do, you, do you have access to the entire evidence room? In the court? She... (laughs) (laughs) She gives you this very shrewd and calculating look, and she goes, Appointments in the evidence room are by, well, appointment and merit only. And evidence is not to be removed, simply to be examined and catalogued. You'll find that I also have quite the memory, an eye for small details. So far, you seem like, simply, a more incompetent, less wealthy, and much more bumbling version of myself, and therefore I can't find any use to you. But please, do continue. I'm just, I'm just looking at this guile minus two on my character sheet. 
And I'm thinking, this has never been so true. You can jump high. Tell her you can jump high. She knows that. Damn. Describe what Neriam looks like. Well, well I, I don't necessarily want to blow your cover at this point. Just... I, I mean, very genuinely, I'm pretty sure I would have said Mary Burrows. I, without going back to the episode, I don't fully remember. But the thing is, at some point, she's going to talk to Ralphus, so... Your cover's going to be blown when I show up at the door and, and, and ask to <laughs> yeah, see my exactly. buddy. <laughs> you asked us to come and visit. As far as you know, I'm on my way. I, I do have some skills. Do you have any any texts in languages you can't read? <laughs> Here is my CV. 15 foot vertical <laughs> And understanding of languages known and previously unknown. <laughs> She like Do you need anything translated? Or do you have any stone furniture that's cracked? <laughs> Would you like me to dig a hole? You can dig you a real big hole. No wait, that sounded wrong. How do you wrong. feel about oh. fire? <laughs> do you have any locks? <laughs> only small. Only small easy ones right only now. Small ones. Beginner's locks. So I think at this at this moment, as you as you say that, there is a um, gentle little knock at the living room door, and the footman kind of like sticks his head and he goes, uh, "Lady Philomera, uh, Lord Fauntleroy is here to see you." Lord she... Fauntleroy. That was your yeah. name. Um, well, it's, oh, it's God, it Lord Fauntleroy well. Pentaramir. <laughs> she called him Pentar- Lord Pentaramir. That's very that's, true. You're you know... right. That was your that was your first name. Um, a breach of etiquette. <laughs> Sorry, he doesn't do. Which I won't. He doesn't do ignore. that. He's very good. Uh, he's, uh, good, Uncle. Uh, Lord, what was your name? Pentaramir. Pentaramir. Lord Pentaramir is here to see you. And she goes, "Well, let him in. Perhaps he'll have some insight into this." And a moment later, Taro in his fancy outfit and his little mask is shown in. Ah, good. She is watching the two of you very, very carefully. Would you be able to uh, vouch for me? I see you have met my associate. Your associate? Yes. <laughs> god. Oh my god. An associate of me and my other associate. <laughs> the name of which is... <laughs> Mary Burrows, I think. Is that the one? I, well, should we just say that was the one? God, make it end. <laughs> she, she looks over the both of you and she goes, Well, Lord Pentaramir, I didn't expect you to be in cahoots with a magic user of this calibre. In fact, from what I remember... From some of the guards around here, they had had quite an interesting conversation with you about turning in evidence. Well, I find it not useful to burn one's cards. So you knowingly brought a magic user into the upper circle, let her run wild and cause all sorts of upsets, and then pretended that you would turn evidence against her. Either all three of you are utterly incompetent, or you are liars and thieves, and I have been... Come on, Penelope, you are a person of means. You must have one or two magic users who tend to get a bit feisty when they're bored. Philomera. Philomera. <clears throat> uh, but there was some... A couple of unfortunate incidents um, 
You've embarrassed me again. Sorry, Lord Pentaramir. Well, it's okay. I should turn the two of you into the guards. Well, my associate should turn you into a newt. <laughs> you know, if I thought for one minute that she had the power to do that, I wouldn't invite her into my home. However, I haven't yet seen anything remotely competent from her, so I'll have you know that I'm not particularly intimidated right now. I also, of course, have my own guards standing by and who have seen me enter, and so I wouldn't try anything here, because there will be irrefutable evidence against you. Both of you. In fact, and she kind of like leans over and kind of calls through to the other room, make a note to add Meredith Burroughs <laughs> or Nerium Oleander to that list, please. And then looks back at the two of you. We're going to have to do something on a list. Damn. Whatever the list is. Jeez. Should I, Lord Pantaramir, should I show some powers? I'm not interested in a magic show. Bollocks. But it is good. <laughs> I wouldn't believe that from what I've seen as of yet. What I am interested in is whether or not you have anything of substance to back up your claims that you can help with Peleth. Until I see something of that nature, consider yourselves practically imprisoned. Ooh. Hmm. That is the metric by which I will judge you. Whether or not you are actually useful to this case, because so far... I haven't heard anything from you since I last met with you and your associate, Lord Pentaramir, and therefore I would like to see results before I make a decision as to whether or not I should turn you in or not. Well, we have made a couple of discoveries. Is that so? Yes. So, uh, we accosted uh, Avalir and Avriel, and we found that uh, as part of his induction into the dozen, uh, he was supposed to, um, Avalir this is, uh, he was supposed to, um, frame the murder of, um, Lady Belva and have Pellas executed for it. I see. And he will testify this in court? Well, the thing is... <laughs> I'm so glad I left you guys to handle this. Uh, he he was a rather reluctant witness. <laughs> you might say now. You're really fire on all cylinders today. <laughs> you know when we said Matt's not like super great on Christmas. <laughs> God, I'm in love with this. Yeah. Don't worry, we're very competent. We found a lead witness who can tell everyone that it's all wrong. <laughs> we killed him. <laughs> Funny thing is, um, hilarious. Really. <laughs> he, he's. It's gonna be a hard one to explain. <laughs> we could show you the body, but it's in no fit state. He's a. He's a left the, the mortal path. Game <laughs> <laughs> oh, nice. drop. We were waiting this long to drop the name of the show. That was the point. It was we, this was what it was all leading up to. We waited for more episode. <laughs> she kind of like looks at you for a second and she goes, "When you say reluctant 
witness. <laughs> and not on this mortal path <laughs> anymore. <laughs> Please don't tell me that your absolute staggering incompetence has led to his demise. The sole testifier against Peleth. I mean, he wouldn't have testified. Because if he had, he would have been um, killed by the dozen and probably a lot worse. Because we believe they can inflict torture after death. So So you killed him? He died. She looks to like <laughs> she looks to Tara and she goes, So you killed him? <laughs> there was a lot of energy in the room. <laughs> <laughs> Bad vibe in there. Listen, his ba- his vibes were his vibes were bad, so we nuked him. What can you do? Some people just have bad vibes, okay? <laughs> his his sister was trying to kill us. So you do have at least her as a witness. <laughs> well, <laughs> in self defense. Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> Are you? So- I can't believe you've done this. I thought you were acting up before, and now you killed all the witnesses. Oh, I'm so embarrassed. <laughs> but we know it was the, it was it was done by the dozen, and um, so maybe there was there's something from that angle. <laughs> oh. So your next plan, of course, then, is to contact somebody from the dozen who will be willing to testify. <laughs> oh, well. Really? Is that your next step? Please, you know, pray tell. I hadn't thought that far ahead at this point, to be honest. No, I'm starting to understand that. <laughs> so what you're telling Lady, me... Lady Philippines, <laughs> could you not simply break this person out of prison? Not by legal channels. And there is no point doing something like that without going through the proper legal channels because otherwise you live your whole life in hiding. And that is not something that Peleth wants, nor is it something that she should be forced to endure. Well, I hate to say it, but beggars can't be choosers, (laughs) can they? It's better than death. I was in no begging position until you came and killed apparently two of the only witnesses that could have been used in this case. What a muddle. <laughs> yes, quite. What a muddle you have put me in. Um. And I don't suppose either of you would be willing to testify in court under, I presume, some sort of truth magic that you got this confession from Avalia and Avriel and then killed them, hence why they couldn't be here today. Do you have truth magic? It can be bought. And I would certainly be willing to pay the price to get Peleth out of prison. And I would have no qualms about putting either of you two in her place. You know what? At this point, maybe. I mean, I feel... I feel rather bad about the uh, situation we all currently find ourselves in. And so... Yes. Why not? Why not have my acquaintance say a truthful Mm. thing? (laughs) For once... What were your plans with those courthouse blueprints? I wanted to examine a piece of the evidence. You see, the card, I believe, is a calling sign from the dozen. And so I just wanted to see if it was genuine or fake, because then maybe from there we could uh, maybe find an expert or something who could 
verify the nature of it. There are not many who would be willing to testify as to whether or not that was a real card or not. And believe me, I have tried. So unless you know somebody... Uh, I'm going to exercise my Fifth Amendment, right? <laughs> I don't think you have that. <laughs> don't think that one exists here. Oh, fuck. I, I might have spent time in Sindarium. Many people have. Oh, that's true. Have you spent time under the dozen? I should hardly think no. so with your behaviour here today. No, no, no. Uh, I, I was with the posties. We did. We carried messages between... Um, you can read that in my diary on Patreon. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Good. A side business? <laughs> um, I, I carried messages between the gangs. So you're telling me that you might be able to shed light as to whether or not it is a genuine calling card or a very well done forgery? Yes. I see. But you would only have come across that card delivering it. Of course. That's very interesting because I do know a little bit about Sindarian and the Dozen, and I do know that nobody delivers the Dozen's cards except for members of the Dozen itself. Those are not things bandied about lightly. I, I, I didn't deliver it to the crime scene. I delivered it back to a Dropbox from a crime scene where it had been recovered by another gang who had received the message. And which gang would that be? Not the postman, surely? No. Um, that was the Orbmuk guard. She kind of like gives you a little look. She turns, takes a notebook out of another little drawer and flicks through it a couple of times. And you can see just because, you know, it's on her knees as she's flicking through it. You can see names of gangs and you can see they're very nice, meticulous notes. She does look like she kind of knows what she's okay. talking about with this kind of stuff. And she, it's beautifully written. And it's beautifully written. Did you... So is that... Uh, is that a lie or a truth? Yes, it's it's in canon. It's in it's, canon. It's in the diary. Well, it was twenty four years ago. Fuck knows. Yeah. I... <laughs> so she does. She does flick through it, and she does turn, and she does look at you, and she looks at the diary, and she looks back at you, and she goes, "They went out of service roughly eighteen years ago, and you, pardon me, don't look quite old enough to have been running messages for them." It's it's the magic. I part of the magic. I can cure people. Here, here look. I just get it like very like carefully slowly take out my sword just cut myself on the arm and then heal it see i i can i can i can use my magic to heal and that has some rejuvenative properties my protege crow's feet uh, what not a problem it, yeah <laughs> <laughs> great doctors hate her this one weird trick <laughs> one weird trick very good <laughs> and this magic of yours does it come from the catacombs? No. It is my own. I see. You understand that there's very little trust I'm willing to give to you right now. I would expect you to bring me something much more substantial than a simple name of an old gang that you claim to have been running messages for. Mm -hmm. And some sort of evidence that you would be able to deliver on a verdict on this card. I completely understand I have not made the, fir the best first impression. You have not, but I am willing to give you a chance, if only because of how highly Pelleth speaks of Mary? Merriam? Oh, good. I would suggest that the two of yourselves escort yourselves out of the upper circle and report back to me in no more 
than 24 hours with some sort of evidence. Okay. Irrefutable, unforged, and not one built on lies. Heh <laughs> 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 oh, like the worst anime dubbing <laughs> bit, you know, like when they just leave those random noise things. Okay, great. <laughs> I, 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 you know, I was like, I need to say yeah, something. I need to be part of this I one, though. I think I need to say. Yes, my lady. <laughs> Too much. Get out. Okay, yeah. We leave? Uh, sure. I'll leave. Cool. Oh, well, I think I'll wait for both you and Merriam to be awake next time. <laughs> you made a right mess there, I... Nat. Mm. <laughs> really pickled it. Fuck. Oh, well, let's go home. You're out now, so it's fine. You two start heading back towards the cat. You are let out of the upper circle, but you do notice... So, you know, like, these. there's a sort of town guard, but then there are individual guards that have the livery on of different houses and things um you do notice that a couple in in lady philomero's colors and her kind of like insignia have clearly spotted you and are following from a distance <laughs> to make sure that you leave um and then when they have watched you walk out they turn around and head back to the house i'm not sure we can get tell us off <laughs> <laughs> oh, you don't know Pella. I'm sure we can work something out. <laughs> Try again. I I don't think we can exonerate Pellet from this charge. Oh well, we tried. Well, we we might have to to do better than that. Do you think we should break her out? What a prison? Yeah. I mean, apparently that's that's not a good idea. Or something. I don't know, apparently running from the law is too good for this one. <laughs> oh, let's have a chat with Neri. I can't wait to yeah. tell her all about this. <laughs> Meanwhile, in The Laughing Cat, you are mm-hmm. woken by Findex. After a, a si- after a good nap, which will definitely give you back a bit of your uh, lost stamina, but not everything. I'll, I th- How much? What do you want at the minute? Five. I think you can go back up to seven. Cool. It's not a whole lot. You're still very, very tired. It's just been a nap. But Findex is kind of lying there and like clutching the sheets to him and like looking absolutely <laughs> mortified. And he goes, I, I, I'm so, I don't know why I'm no, naked. I'm... No, we didn't. We didn't. Don't worry oh about God. it, love. Don't worry. I was just tired. Okay. I'm just, <laughs> where, I don't have, I mean, I know I don't. How are you feeling? Um, <laughs> kind of like my scales grew in but in like 10 minutes rather than the three weeks it usually takes after molting so does it feel good uh, it feels like a chemical burn but it's okay yes it's i'm i'm back it's me again yes and it's better than you know not being yourself and you know yes so it is actually something that you could if you tried really really hard maybe be happy about. <laughs> yes. Uh, does so. The, um, does Fuck. that mean that I broke the mask? No, it doesn't. Uh, it means I broke the mask, and I don't mind because Taro doesn't mind either. The most important thing is we got you back, and you are safe from the bruise, and everything's great. We might have to have a little conversation with Jara. Oh. But other than that, it's fine. Because I'm not going to look like... Well, because you're now a seven-foot lizard. Yeah. <laughs> um, 
I'll go. I don't tell you what. You wait here. Maybe put some clothes on, love. And uh, I'll uh, go and... I was going to say soften him up for you. I don't think that's <laughs> perhaps the phrase I want to use. Um, I'll just go and have a quick word. Oh, oh okay. Um, I'll... Okay. You mean tenderize. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. You're welcome. Uh, he kind of watches as you leave and then... Are there any clothes that are going to fit him? He canonically doesn't really wear clothes. He just wears like bits of armor over it because like he doesn't really need to. It's not like he's a. I mean, there'll be a lot of leather strapping in. Well, really. well, he's he's kind of gotten into the idea of wearing clothes because all of you. Mm. Oh, I tell you what, there might be some costumes in different sizes. Uh, he will start to have a scrabble through some cupboards and drawers. So you head down to the main bar area. Jarrah is up. They are clearing down the bar. They're getting set up for like the late afternoon. They don't really do like a, a noon lunch, but they do like a late afternoon one and dinner service and stuff. Jarrah. All right, Nerium. It's been a long time since I've seen you. You've been out all, all hours. How have you been? I'm, you know, it's complicated. Um... Can I talk to you about something? Oh, God. It's not a kind of like a... A, th- a what? Well, what do you think he's going to be? I don't know. Something about your friends or clientele or... Avalier well, or... a friend? Not clientele so much as... um. Yeah, let's just go in the kitchen and have a... Yeah, we'll, we'll do this in private. Oh, God. One of those ones. All right. And they kind of like wheel themselves into the kitchen. They pour themselves a drink on the way. Findex is great, isn't he? <laughs> Absolute lifesaver, that one. Yeah, yeah. You, he's so great that he's probably indispensable at this point, yeah? Ah, uh, well, ah. Uh... Yeah. Y- yeah. So, <laughs> if, if certain things were to come to light about Findex, that had absolutely no bearing on his skills or character or, you know, general Findexness. It would be a surprise, but it wouldn't be a problem, right? Right. Are you about to tell me that he was the one who broke that table out back? Because I kind of... No, that was me. Oh, I was about to say I already knew about that. Yeah, no, that was me. Um, So, fin- Findex was in disguise. <laughs> right. And now he's not. And the thing is, it was kind of quite a major disguise. <laughs> the thing is, his true self is a seven-foot lizard. What? It's got the it's got a little frill. It's very cute. What? Oh, but it's not a problem though, is it? <laughs> Hold on. What you're telling me is my new staff member, Findex, no last name given, and I haven't asked because that's rude. But Findex is not a half elf, but is in fact a seven foot tall lizard. Yeah. Well, it's complicated. I think it's, it's I don't know which way around it was, but one of his parents was a tiefling and the other was a dragonborn, so he doesn't look quite as you would imagine. Right, because the thing is, is that Findex is round about five foot six. Are we talking like a a stilt situation about to happen? Like, how prepared do I need to be here? Shall I ask him to come downstairs? Sure. You wait there. Dunk, 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 up the stairs. Knock, knock, knock. Findex, are you decent? Uh, at what? Are you dressed? Yes, yes, I'm dressed. Excellent. I open the door. What is he wearing? It's a very haphazardly pinned, uh, what was clearly once a curtain that he has fashioned into a sort of sari type thing. I saw a toga scenario. Yeah, but more of a sari because um, he actually has like tied it, so it's not like proper just... job. 
yeah, it's it's you know it's a little bit haphazard because it's a curtain. It doesn't have quite the right drape. Um, it's a very very lovely kind of like teal and purple and kind of very <gasps> iridescent. I bet that looks good with the gold scale. It does actually look really good. I mean, a little bit much, but very good. <laughs> you, darling, you look fabulous. They're very excited to meet you again. Okay, this is. I'm very. I'm nervous. Okay, great. Okay, and he will follow you nervously down the stairs. Yeah, he has to like bend a little bit now to yeah, get down the stairs. Oh, bless this place is built for halflings and dwarves. It's mm-hmm. ideal. Yep. And so you lead him through the the main bar into the kitchen area where Jara has finished their mug of beer. Jara, meet Findex. <laughs> Findex, you already know Jara. There is this moment of silence as the two of them stare at each other, and Jara goes, "How the fuck did you fit?" Because that's not a costume. No, it, it might be magic. What? It's just a little bit, but it's gone now. Fuck me, Nery. If you'd started this conversation with my friend Findex has magically looked like a half-elf, I w- that would have been fucking fine. Really? You this whole with the whole... I, I thought you were about to get... I don't... I wanted to make absolutely certain that, you know, you were, you were prepared for the shock. I mean, I've seen a fair amount of shocking... <laughs> things here in my oh, time i i imagine so logistically we'll probably have to do some renovations uh but i mean yeah we might need to take him clothes shopping as well not that you don't look stunning it's just practicality if that gets caught in a hot flame oh i i mean generally i would only i don't really i, I mean that's i'm used to more like armor and stuff and jarrow is just kind of like slowly nodding and yeah. you can see that they have like no idea what the fuck is going on. I think at this point is when Nat and Neri, uh, Nat and Taro, like come back into the the bar, uh, and you can see through the open door of the kitchen that Findex is standing there in his full Findex glory, also with a very iridescent sari on. Hey gang, guys, you're back. Look, oh, everything's fine. Nat bungled it. Findex, that's lovely. <laughs> we did fine. We did fine. It's all Everything's working. fine. <laughs> yeah, everything's fine. We've probably had to a prison break. What? So, Neri, I, I said some things. Unsupervised? Yes. Yeah, Lady Persephone was not happy. <laughs> oh my god. Why did you go and see Lady Philomera? It was an accident. Um, she happened across me at the library after I dropped her name for some reason. I, you wouldn't believe the turn of it. But she's never met you. <laughs> yep. Now you should have had a nap today. Trust I me, really, really, should. really got rid of my wooziness. I, I really should. I cast too many spells yesterday, and it really, even though I thought my stamina was fine, it just really took it out of me. As you say that, Jara like puts the head around the door and he goes, "Are you all fucking magic? What the fuck is going on? Were we meant to be pretending we're not? Oh, I, Nerium, Jara." How about, uh, yes, but it's not a big deal. Can we talk about the time travel thing now? <laughs> no. I, I think now is not the time to discuss travel. You misheard. Sorry. I tell you what, I think there's some covers waiting. I absolutely did. This is my fucking bar. This is my fucking place. I said crime I travel. Here. <laughs> no, 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 said time travel. travel. No, no, crime travel. It was illegal. That's why we weren't allowed to talk about it. It was the time it. we took to no. travel here. Because <laughs> we were very fast because of magic. <laughs> and crime. Oh, 
Yeah, crime's fine around here. We have a crime corner. Oh. We literally sit there for breakfast. I'm just, I'm trying to put my head back around this, so you'll have to forgive me one moment because for 24 years, Narium went missing suddenly, middle of the night, 24 years later after Melvin's left, Florence has left, Pellet's in prison, it's all gone to shit downhill, Cat's been remortgaged 800 fucking times, I ain't paying creditors out of my own fucking ass half the time, and suddenly you roll up with three fans, one of them's gonna work for me, great, lovely guy, does a great fucking job in the kitchen, gets up early, fantastic, two of you don't know what's Isn't going he's on. he's lovely? Shut, stop. <laughs> but you seem to be relatively competently points to Nat, which is funny considering <laughs> your previous conversation. You seem to be relatively competent about crime, but also apparently you're very fucking magical. Now you're magical and time traveling and you also are magical and somehow my fucking cook is a seven foot fucking lizard Who's also magical? No, no, he's oh, not no, magical. He's not magic. totally mundane. Well, that's not very kind. He's, uh, he's... Apart from his cooking skill. No, hang on, that's Stop not going to Stop it. Stop it. I'm not hearing it from you today. But, still stands. What the fuck is going on? Where? Time travel, what? I was gone for 24 years, and I came back looking exactly the same, Jara. The fact yeah. that nobody else has worked out that it's magic is a bit weird. We, we can explain it to you, but it'll take about 68 hours. <laughs> Smart. Thanks. I like that. <laughs> All you need to do is go to iTunes and no. Um, <laughs> I just want... When you say time travel... I didn't. You didn't? No, he did. Ask him. You time travelled? Yes. Wink. Aren't we all travelling through time? Forwards very yeah, slowly. It can all be explained in normal words. But I'm taking it that you have travelled somewhere else or sometime else. Who can say? Don't make me ask Findex, because Findex is terrible at lying, and if I ask him nicer, he will tell me. Oh, don't ask Findex. Well, don't make me ask Findex. He'll say it wrong. Well, say it right then. What, time? That's how you say it. That's how it's pronounced. How familiar are you with the Lorenz 4 vector? Who's that? I love Lorenz 4, great, a great guy. <laughs> Uh, never mind. I don't. I, li I like their early <laughs> stuff better. <laughs> I'm asking Findex. I'm gonna do. It. I'm gonna ask okay. Findex, and they start to wheel no. themselves. We we need. I need to tell the truth about something. Everything's getting too muddled in my head. Oh my god! I don't know if I can take much more of this. All three of us. My name's Natalia. Nice to meet you. The three of us all got teleported to a different planet. Right. That is true. Yes. That's true. Yeah. We happened across some things on the planet. Some things happened. Including some Findex. magic things happened. We found Findex. We made a friend here. And then, you know, we, we were given the opportunity to return. And we did. And because of Findex's circumstances on the other planet, we thought, oh, let's... Um, Findex wanted to come with us. And so we, we brought him over with us. Unfortunately, there was a bit of a mismatch. And 24 years elapsed. Uh, when we thought it was an instantaneous jump. Hence why we have a very friendly but rather unusual looking and excellent cook behind you there. Hence why Nerium hasn't aged. And hence why me and my friend here are very confused. And you, and I'm going to spin around to the obligatory old guy at the bar, aren't going to say anything <laughs> about this, alright? We we've established He's there been was no one here. <laughs> <laughs> oh. There's always an old guy at the bar in a pub. <laughs> they come with the pub. Oh, he's deaf. No, it's a pile of coats. It's just a pile of coats. <laughs> People left. 
Oh, it's a pile of coats. Oh, don't you talk like that about pile of coats. Pile of course he matters. <laughs> Where would we be without pile of coats? Pile of coats is a fine, upstanding man. Which is ironic. Because uh. <laughs> <laughs> he is practically horizontal at any given moment. Right, bringing this back round to the conversation at hand, what you're telling me is that for 24 years, the three of you were aliens on a distant planet, and you brought back one when you came over and you thought it was going to be just tomorrow, but it wasn't. It was 24 years. Yep. And then you you put a magic on Findex so he wouldn't look like how he looked. Exactly. Because we were worried he wouldn't fit yeah. in. And right. And now you've taken the magic well, off him? The magic yeah. expired. It was going a bit off. Yeah. Magic expired? I don't know. If I... Yeah, like yeah. yogurt. Yeah, it went bad. Yeah. Right. So, that's fine. Oh, good. Excellent. Can we, can we, because I think Nat had something that she wanted to discuss as well. Are you all right now, Jarrah? I think Jarrah. so. That's fine. What I will do is I will simply say, if anyone asks, that the previous member of staff met an unfortunate end somewhere in a back alley, and this is my new staff, who's also called... And they start to laugh a bit, like as they say it, they say... And he's also called Findex, because apparently... It's a common oh, yeah. name. Just, if you were... Well, yeah, fu- fuck it, fine, whatever. If they ask questions, I'll kick them out, because they shouldn't be that fucking nosy anyway in a pub like this. Yeah, no questions in this pub. That's the spirit. I'm not... You're not off the hook for lying to me, because you could have just started all this from the beginning. I wouldn't have all this brain-boggling nonsense of people telling me stuff at... Very early in the morning. It's not early in the morning. It's like half it's eleven. It's noon. Yeah, it's very early in my morning. For some people, that's true. You are early. the afternoon and evening shift. Right. I'm going to go and sort out my barrels down in the cellar, and Findex is going to start cooking, and you three are going to talk about. I assume you don't need me for this next conversation. Oh no. Oh, definitely it's not. More... Great. Excellent. You might find it funny though. I don't know if I'd even fucking understand it, mate. Uh, and they're going to wheel themselves down to the uh, to the basement, and Findex is going to kind of, you know, like Homer Simpson going back into the bush, like just go into the kitchen uh, and start to start to cook. So Nat, what did you fuck up? Well, I didn't realise that when you visited Lady Philomera, uh, you didn't call yourself. Um... Oh no, I told her I was Mary Burrows. That's my usual go-to. Yeah, no, I said Nerium Oleander. Oh, so she knows I'm Nerium Oleander. Oh, well, I suppose that was going to come out eventually. She's yeah, probably... yeah, it was. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it can't also, be that's not the end of the well, world. See, then I kept talking. You sort of kept talking, yeah, you kept going. <laughs> I, oh. She, she, she's a very intimidating person. Um, And usually I can mm. keep it. But she... Boy, it feels like, you know, it feels like... The last couple of days have taken months, and you know, my head just wasn't in the right place. And boy, <laughs> did I talk. And I might have mentioned about Avalir and Avriel and the link to the dozen, and how there's there's a perfectly good explanation for what's happened, and then we prematurely ended that um, witness ability, and then oh. she was rather displeased. And so I might have had to... Um, well, she's given an ultimatum that we have to have definitive proof that can free Pallas in 24 hours. I'm not she... sure what the all part of the ultimation there was. Well, she's going to stop working with us, presumably. I think it was she was going to um, hand us over to the cops. 
for the bounty. Yeah, I think it was that one. Well, specifically uh, me. I've done nothing well, wrong. I mean, that they can pin on me. Um, yeah, we totally did kill our witnesses. Well, yeah. They weren't going to testify anyway, except for the fact that we could have put them under a truth spell, but even then they could have just like not said anything. It's really difficult to compel someone to be a witness. When well, they hang on, a truth spell? Yeah, that's what... Those exist, apparently. Well, I was there. I heard all of yeah, it. Yeah, and she, she did suggest that I take the stand under a truth spell and recount things, which, you know, if it has to be done, I'll do it, but I'm not sure it'll help. And there are certain questions I don't want to answer. Well, presumably you say, you know, I'm willing to undertake this truth spell on the basis that you will ask me questions related only to the trial. Oh, I wish you were there. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, nah. <laughs> the one glimmer, two glimmers, is I know where the evidence room is in the courthouse. And right. you know how I can do things with stone? Yes. Well, if I get that ink from the fence who does magic, and yes. I'm able to write something in my book of shadows... I will then be able to perform a ritual that kind of lets me go through stone. I can go through stone. You can That's go through stone? Cool. I can teleport. That's a good yeah. point. Can you teleport? Have I not done that before? Can you teleport blind? You do your boundary thing. Normal boundaries are less okay. constraining than they used to be. However, I would, I would potentially suggest that whilst... Breaking and entering is always fun. We know that it's a proper card from the dozen because we know that they were employing him. So we can say under oath that's what it is. And when they fetch it to check, we don't have to break in to the evidence room. We just grab it on the way to the courtroom. I mean, or we just let court procedure happen because, Mm -hmm. you know... Lady Philomera was quite hot on the fact that we had to, you know, we weren't to just I'll jailbreak I'll be honest, her. we seem to have built a reputation for being liars. Our testimony is probably not well trusted. Truth spell. Truth spell. I'm quite happy to do that. Well, they might believe you. I've known Peleth for years, all that kind of stuff. Just hopefully they won't ask you anything problematic. Specifically uh, pertaining to the trial? And the well, issues surrounding I certainly that. hope they ask you nothing outside of their purview. It would be very strange if the <laughs> forces of the law decided to go outside of the strictly agreed upon boundaries. As part of the questioning, it, it would never. They happen. might ask, like, "How have you found out things?" I'm having second so thoughts now. You'd have to say how certain things occurred. Right. It's been a long couple of days, isn't it, Nat? <laughs> Let's sleep on it. Yeah. I feel like crepes, and then maybe, like, an early night. Take a day, think about it. (laughs) As you are discussing this, uh, Jarrah comes back in, and they are kind of, like, they've got one of the barrels strapped to the back of their chair, and they're going to be changing it over in the bar, and they look at the three, and they go, by the way, have you uh, got any more process on that that necklace? I'm, uh... What? What necklace? The fucking necklace that you're stealing, so that I can pay back a bit of the mortgage on the cat... Hey, who's stealing the necklace? Listen, stuff came up. Yes. Is that you two? Well, it's still ongoing, right? It's still on plan. Look, we have to stop someone from dying or whatever. It's life or death. Come on. 
I mean, I know that's not as important as it used to be, but... Penneth's been in jail for a long time. She's got another couple of months in there, at least before the next review on her. Yeah. This necklace has got a deadline, and I'm letting you stay for free, taking up rooms. You're not doing any fucking hard work around here. I thought that was because you were nice, Jarrah. Would you like some spices? Jarrah is <laughs> nice. However, they are also running a business. We're running a business. Well, you're not doing it very successfully. I hope you get my necklace going. What are the going? swords? We had a plan. Well, we're trying to sell bloody fabric. Oh, God. But... Jarrah. Don't ask, Jarrah. Nope, we've got spices. We've got herbs and spices for you, Jarrah. That's true. We, we have a lot of... Have you ever... You know. Jarrah, have you ever been in an MMO and you pick up too many quests and you get so fucking confused? We need to simplify our portfolio. It's becoming unmanageable. We have too many irons in the fire, Jarrah. And it's just constant inventory it's management. Ridiculous. Well, if you're getting a little bit overwhelmed, I suggest you all head out to the very nice park not too far away. Sit by the lake, you look at the ducks and how fucking unbothered they are by anything and you have a good think about what you're going to do next. Right now, you're in the middle of my fucking pub, you're causing a ruckus, you've already broken one of my tables and turned my barman into a big old lizard again, so... I didn't point. turn him into anything... Well, I kind of. Let's go. Let's go <laughs> look at the ducks. Come on. Let's go and see the ducks. <laughs>